0: people who make it i'm jasmine a 3d environment artist from cologne germany And my name is ash and i'm an environment artist here in north carolina usa so today we wanted to do things a bit differently than usual and
1: since it's december and the year is already over so quickly and i can't believe it uh, we (laughs) wanted to have uh, an episode where we have a little chat with each other and introduce us to our listeners because we didn't do that before yet and recap the year and just have a little heart to heart with each other. It's a little cozy session, so get your cup of tea with us and we'll have <laughs> a little chat.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, Jasmine said. Like this year, when did when did the first episode of this podcast even come out? Was it September? Yes. yes. Yeah, it was September. September. Man, September. like it feels like it's, I know it feels like it's been so much like longer somehow. But I think it's probably because we. Started planning this thing in June. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's been it's been really cool so far, and it's been nice to get to know um, people that I you know otherwise wouldn't talk to. It's been great yeah. to get to know you a lot better than uh. um, you know before. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> then maybe I would have before, um, and you know, this year obviously has been a little rough uh for the world Mm -hmm. um and you can't really i mean you can but i think there's a lot of adjustment that people have been having to do with their daily lives you know um and trying to get as much or even like a piece of the same amount of work done as they would before, or whatever. Yeah. So, I, like, how is how has been stuff for you so far this year? Like, working on art, or like, mm-hmm. how was it different for you this year as opposed to like years before or whatever? Like, how are you feeling right now?
1: Oh, so it's quite hard to put into words sometimes, but it's weird because when everything started with the pandemic in March, I think when everyone was getting serious about it, at least yeah, years, yeah, um. I was like, oh, this is going to be pretty easy for me because, you know, I've been at home for most of my time, even during when we had normal university lectures because I just prefer to be at home and I'm pretty introverted as Ash knows as yeah. well. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, the more I can avoid being in, like, uh, public spaces or with a lot of people, I like to avoid that. It's okay with me. But the more time went on and then we went back and forth in lockdown, right at this moment, I don't feel the same like in March. Like, I feel like it's... I've I'm coming to terms with it but sometimes yeah. I just feel so agitated and stressed and kind of down for no particular reason that I didn't experience yeah. before last year at this time like things that usually wouldn't annoy me really annoy me like three times more yeah. nowadays yeah, yeah. <laughs> and especially when you're working on your own art it's makes it even worse like you have these expectations for yourself that you always have but now they kind of feel like amplified by three times I don't know if that's just me
0: no i think that's gonna be kind of like a thing that more people are going to feel especially because art is so cerebral like it's so yeah. like it's about ex- it it can be about expression but it can also be very introspective and mm-hmm. reflective and sometimes as artists when we stay in our heads so much um it can be very negative also because we like like sometimes we need like to be around something else or someone else Mm -hmm. to kind of like regulate that and since like the pandemic sort of thing is going on it's harder to get that sort of experience um without you know possibly endangering yourself uh you know uh and i i think i think you're you're spot on like um for me i'm not i'm not in school right now i mm-hmm. work uh i work a day job a couple days a week mm-hmm. right now but the same kind of similar challenges are happening over on my end where it, yep. in the beginning it's very like isolating like um Like, early March, March, April or whatever, when stuff over here was kind of getting ramped up, people were, like, really, really locked down. Um, Like, I didn't do art for maybe, like, four weeks-ish at all because I was just so numb, kind of coping with what was going on. Um, And it was just so weird because it was just, like, there was, like, a very real fear that if I went to the grocery store that I would get sick. Is that like, you know <laughs> um, and I, like my parents are like older like they're not old old but they're older and so I didn't want to um put them in danger by you know even like going to the Asian food market and buying like stuff or whatever like I felt like everything was really really um dire not to say that it isn't right now because it's still obviously very dangerous um and everyone should be watching out right now uh, but it was just kind of hard to deal with that because it's something that like no one has been able to really like there's no one to really look to to say this is how you deal with someone something like this I guess like the last time at least in America something like that happened was like almost 100 years ago 100 ish years ago Uh, it's not Uh, normal at all (laughs) yeah absolutely not and and so like kind of like trying to accept that it's kind of dangerous in a way that it hasn't been dangerous before for mm-hmm. me um as someone who's rel- who's young right like i'm only i'm only 25 and yeah. i don't know how to deal <laughs> with a with the pandemic um <laughs> it 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 took a toll it took a toll and and so art kind of um suffered for that also um yeah it's- It's interesting
1: you're saying that because I also had these two months of kind of feeling stuck what to do with myself and the art that I was making because before that when, uh, because the pandemic just started right when I came back from Canada. So I had like this half a year of just working and not really doing art for myself. I was just doing the stuff for the internship, but it was also a very inspiring year because I got to know so many people, I socialized the most I've ever done probably before in my adult years, I would say. (laughs) So I came back and I was like, yes, this is amazing. I can, I will continue doing this and I will pour all this energy into art. But then we came back and I didn't even get to see my friends or anyone really, except my mom and we were just stuck at home It's like okay. So all these plans are kind of now choked in the bin, I guess. And for two months, it was also like this feeling of like being scared, not being able to do anything. So I really relate to what you were saying that for a specific amount of time, you wouldn't have the energy to put that into art because it is something very exhausting at the end to do. Like everyone says, oh, it's your passion. You know, you should be feeling energized. But it's (laughs) like,
0: no, 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 it's not like that. (laughs) no it's really not like sometimes you sit down and you're like oh man i have to do this again like this repetitive task or whatever like i have to lay out uv's again it's going to take me forever so passionate so much passion going into this i just love i just love laying out uv's man um yeah honestly honestly it's really like you're really lucky to be able to come back before things started ramping up because i feel like if like, you had not. You'd be stuck in Canada for a little bit. Yeah, that was you... my
1: fear as well. Yeah! Because, like, I wouldn't be able to afford it because I was living in an Airbnb, uh, which is, I wouldn't recommend that in hindsight, to be honest, but, oh. yeah, you know, uh, I wouldn't be able to sustain that for another four months or something because the border yeah. was, like, closed so quickly and I know people from Turkey, for example, they wanted to come back to Germany and it took almost three months to oh get a God. flight back so i feel really lucky that we got back just in time but it also yeah. felt super isolating but i'm lucky that i'm not living alone like as i said my mum is here and my boyfriend so at least we had each other but as you said i also had this fear that my mum might get sick because she's also yeah. in the risk group and she actually got yeah. tested for the first time last week, twice actually, <gasps> because uh because got this app here that um alarms you if you need to get tested and it like flared yeah. up twice. So yeah. it was just like thinking oh god if she's now infected I can't do with test please. Yeah. Don't be. Oh, oh, for <laughs> don't sure. Have but everything's fine, but it's like this it's something very uh, close and you know, you don't know when it's going to happen, what's going to happen, so it's like a constant little stress reactor in your head
0: basically yeah yeah it's like a It's. it feels like a a looming shadow is the best way that i can describe it um definitely and <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like how like if you if anyone has issues with uh with depression then mm-hmm. or or even anxiety you kind of know that it's like like it's always kind of there just like in different amounts and it and 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 the fear or like paranoia with corona is kind of similar to that where it's like at least until we get you know like widespread like vaccine Mm -hmm. uh, applications or whatever like it's just going to be here and we just have to like like kind of cope with it and 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 deal with it and it's and it's really hard um i feel like kind of like we said like art is already hard under normal circumstances (laughs) you know Uh, especially if you're doing like you if you're having school and then you want to get personal projects done or if you're like Mm -hmm. me and you have a day job and you have to come home and get projects done or anyone who's like working in industry period and Mm -hmm. wants to get something else done or even just like if you're if you're working and that's like the only thing you do right now because you cannot you know like deal with the anxiety of doing something else right now. It's all hard. It's all hard. It's all hard. And I know you've probably seen uh, these posts or whatever on Twitter, but I remember distinctly like when the pandemic stuff started Mm -hmm. back in March, there was lots of Twitter posts about like um like if you're going to be home for the next six weeks or whatever because Mm -hmm. of lockdowns and things, you should spend this time learning like anything or a new hobby or a craft or whatever yeah (laughs) and i was like so on the fence about it because like i am definitely like a type a person i Mm -hmm. like to have lists and get things done and feel productive Mm -hmm. but at the same time that same sort of thing could be my downfall where i feel like like sometimes the way that i cope to with with anything like if I feel insecure about myself or inadequate about anything I am Mm -hmm. more likely to do more than I have to rather than like take a little bit of a break and like I feel like some of that sort of idea that was running around on Twitter for a bit kind of like fed into that where it's like and it made me start to feel guilty because it was like for these four weeks why am I not doing like anything like I have time it's not like I don't have time like why can't I like get um uh, get my stuff together and just do things um but it, it's really fair right like um i don't know if you felt any pressure to like get a bunch of stuff done during that period or what
1: it's it's true i did actually have that pressure in my head because before that i don't think yourself would get to the idea of having to set yourself that goal for four weeks like if yeah. i wouldn't have read these things i'd be just like okay i'm just gonna continue i try to continue as usual Just do my best and, you know, try to have a routine. But when I saw these things, I was thinking, oh, okay, so I have to find, like, a bigger goal for myself. You know, you make use of these four weeks. And I think that feeds into this whole idea that we, that, that sounds like maybe a bit now exaggerated, but we as a society have, that we have to be constantly productive, even when there's times of uncertainty or times where you maybe need to step back a bit. And this was like this whole idea again, like, oh, you know, you're staying at home, may as well do something about it. (laughs) Like just being at home doesn't mean that you have nothing to do. It's like um, recently here, the government uh, released a video just to like spread awareness about younger people staying at home, not meeting up with friends. I like that sentiment. It's important to obviously share that. But the whole... Thing was more likely about that people are staying at home and doing nothing so they should just continue doing that because they have nothing else to do anyway so they should just continue Mm. being lazy and that's good but then i was thinking to myself like yeah but in the past months i've not been really lazy in that sense like i've been doing stuff uh, maybe not like significant stuff but it's still like i'm trying to do my best so i can see both sides like on one hand it's important to not feel pressured by these outside pressures that people create for you uh, because yeah. you as a person uh, that's what i've uh, heard from you as well you have ambitions and you set yourself goals and they're already like pressing enough it's not like you need uh. this extra pressure from like outside to tell you okay you need to have more goals now you need to achieve more now you know it's already uh. a lot
0: oh for sure like there's the amount of stuff that you could potentially try to do is just always going to be exponential especially if you're like Like, if you're a person who likes to do a bunch of things, which I guess I would consider myself as a person who likes to Mm -hmm. do a bunch of things. Um, Like, just this morning, I was looking up, like, I was pretending I was in a world where Kerala didn't exist, and I lived in a bigger (laughs) city, and I was like, oh, man, what if I could take cake decorating classes? Now, imagine what time would i have (laughs) to take like a two hour like i guess it would be like once a week or whatever i found one was like once a week from 7 to 9 p.m or whatever Uh, (laughs) Uh, it would be really nice and it was in atlanta i was like oh man what if i took like cake decorating classes because like i like to bake these days um i I should show you i'm gonna i'm gonna make like a a white chocolate mousse cake with a raspberry filling (gasps) oh my gosh cake (laughs) base with a red mirror glaze on top for christmas Oh my god, I'm Uh, drooling already. I wish I could could bring you some, Uh, but like, I looked at that, and then I was just looking at other um, like, sort of baking, like, pastry chef classes or whatever, and then I found one where you could get, like, basically a certificate, and immediately I was like, what if I did that? That's so much more work (laughs) than (laughs) I probably should take on, but it's like, just an example of, like, there's so many things that I could do, but maybe the, maybe it's not always going to be, like, the best thing for me to constantly try to do everything, um, (laughs) and just, like, try to, try to chill out, like, a little bit more or whatever, like, I know that, um, like, at the beginning of the year, I always write down more or less, like, some some goals or whatever. I don't know if you can see oh, them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's backwards, but uh, stuff that mm-hmm. I want to do in uh, 2020, some of them are very like ambitious. I don't know what I was thinking on, you know, December, <laughs> December 26th, uh, 2019. Um, but like, there's, there's goals in here about like blog posts and like learning substance design mm-hmm. and stuff. Some of the stuff I have actually done yeah. though, like, um, I've been learning modularity this year, which is mm-hmm. good. I've been studying Japanese more because I have a tutor, um, mm-hmm. so I've regained a sense of like proficiency there. So there's like stuff on the list that I've done, but it's also yeah. kind of like trying to remember that if I am dead tired, that right. it is okay to not do something, you know, exactly. um, because because this time is is harder um, mm-hmm. than you know normal. And hopefully yeah. you've been resting more too um, out here, you know, in some in some way or form. Like even if it's like you know, like passive sort of, like watching netflix or something like sometimes that's really good and therapeutic
1: to do it is actually yeah because you don't have to do anything like sometimes i feel even too tired to play games because you still have to use your brain actively to do things and i'm terrible at games i'll say that it's no lie (laughs) i really need uh, a while to finish levels i really need a while to finish boss fights and i'm not trying to ask for help and (laughs) let my partner do it for me (laughs) 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 because i just want to enjoy the story but it's so nice to just sometimes do nothing like just to let your brain go on empty mode and just like you know not think about anything for a while and it's difficult to do that even that takes practice i feel because even when i'm watching netflix sometimes i grab my phone and then i start like messaging back to people or yeah yeah, something up that i wanted to read about and it's like still not relaxing like i'm still doing random stuff and making my brain work in five different ways
0: again oh for sure especially since i don't know if you have an apple phone but i have an apple phone and like with the newer updates you can watch netflix while you're uh, like while you're in other apps oh really yeah Damn. it'll no, be like a little <laughs> oh,
1: okay i feel like i
0: feel like other phones have been able to do that for a long time or whatever like split screen or whatever but basically mm-hmm. like i could be watching great british Bake off and then be talking to you on discord at the same time oh. which is nice however <laughs> if it's it risky can be <laughs> really, it's risky like it can be very easy to just like never really take a moment for yeah. yourself and just relax um that's true like um when it comes to like the work that you've been doing or whatever has there been any um like projects or or little things this year um that you know that you're really proud of i guess um like i i feel like this is kind of bleeding into topic too um mm-hmm. yes, and yeah, true uh, but talk about talk about your your art stuff this year um Um, what's going on there
1: so I think at the start of the year I realized that I've hit a wall in my own art in a way that I felt like I knew about um for hand painting stuff because for my older stuff I've been doing a lot of hand painted stuff with uh, no lighting mostly just um diffuse textures and stuff like that and I felt like I've got good enough at it that um there's now the moment that I can swap to another thing and learn something new and you know elevate my art a bit because I felt like I was just starting to do the same thing over and over and uh, it didn't really fulfill me anymore that much um so but it's kind of scary at the same time because I was like okay I'm good at this and I'm getting um for example job offers or people being interested in my art because of this so mm. is it like maybe even clever for me to do something else? But I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> and don't care about the outcome because I knew that I'm not gonna be as good as on at PBR or um substance painter and designer as I was with my other stuff, uh, with Blender and um just painting stuff. And um that's when at uh, this year I actually started to get more into this um part of my art journey to learn things that i would be scared of before i wouldn't even consider myself doing like i would yeah. say last year at this time i wouldn't be thinking that now i'm not even painting anything anymore and i'm just sitting and Painter an unreal engine most of the time
0: which yeah. is quite
1: a change um in my mindset as, as well because i'm thinking i shouldn't settle myself too quickly on something and be like i'm gonna just continue doing this forever now because that's what I used to think when I started with uni. I was like, oh, I'm going to do just hand-painted stuff. That's my jam. I'm not going to do anything else. But now I'm just like, no, nah, I can do anything. Like, maybe at some point I'll do realism. Who knows? <laughs> it's uh, yeah open okay. <laughs> to discovery. And, like, uh, don't put yourself in a box too quickly. That's what I really learned about it, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's, uh, I've had a lot of conversations with uh, a bunch of different people about that sort of, Mm -hmm. you know, concept of, like, not putting yourself necessarily in a box, because I Mm -hmm. don't really, um, you know... I don't really feel at home in doing strictly one or the other, and mm-hmm. I realize that like like saying stylized versus realism, like this is the only like those are the only terms that we have to describe what um what people do, and I think like it's kind of a fault of language in a sense that that's like it it makes it look yeah. more polarized or binary than it actually is. Um, exactly. but like. Uh, I know for me, uh, as I'm trying to find, you know, what I feel comfortable with, there's things that I enjoy about, um, like stylization, and there's things that I enjoy and appreciate about uh, more, um, like more detailed realistic things. And that's something that I'm trying to push myself into with Mm -hmm. my uh, my current project. I'm actually I can probably show you where it's at. Oh yes. Yeah, I'll I'll just show you where it's at, and we'll get some we'll get some pictures of my work Mm -hmm. in progress in there. So this is my where my project is right now um wow the mannequin the mannequins are in here we need to get rid of those uh but um it's not like like there's elements of like stylization in here because it's like Mm -hmm. yeah like pushed colors or whatever which is what I want but what I'm trying to get more and more comfortable with are like getting more detailed with assets and things like that and because that's something that I was I've been afraid of because I wasn't taught Mm -hmm. how to do that at all in school, not even remotely close. Uh, yeah, failure. <laughs> yeah, 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 and so like I developed a fear that I'm trying to, you know, like, like kind of tackle this year. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like where like, it's been really rewarding, but then also really scary at the same time. Um, yeah. Because like, it, it's not, it, it's not at my comfort zone at all and no, like, yeah 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 if, if i could show you like where i like mm-hmm. actually started um like mm-hmm. the, the stuff that i i graduated from school with or whatever yeah. like um it was so much like not like that like it was like um like the stuff that i was doing before was like this basically mm-hmm. oh, and okay yeah yeah which is so much different than this yeah like like the the jump is like so big yeah definitely and i was so afraid to do that because it was like new territory but i think Mm -hmm. like what i'm trying to do is like kind of face my fears in that way um and it's oh goodness i could go on and on and on but that's been like like this is this project has taken me a long time Um, for multiple reasons like i Mm -hmm. I work and i get tired and sometimes i don't want to do any art sometimes i would rather (laughs) you know just exist and look at youtube videos um but it's been like a huge growing experience for me and um yeah like i totally i totally understand like trying to push outside of your comfort zone because that's constantly what we have to do right
1: Definitely. That's, uh, it's scary. Like you said, it's so hard to take that jump initially, especially if you would have been doing different stuff before that, because um, you're also doing a big scene right now. And doing yeah. that brings so many new challenges I've been experiencing that right now with my university project, because it's uh, open level. And I've only been doing like fixed, um, not fixed positions necessarily, but from one view angle kind of environments but this thing i have currently is like a longish temple that uh, needs to look good from any point of view you walk around it yeah 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 so it's been very headache inducing but also very rewarding because i realized what i was lacking um in challenging myself because i didn't do that before and it's nice to realize okay i'm hitting a wall but i'm hitting a wall for a reason kind of it's not mm. going because if it would go 100 smooth then it's like, okay you're pretty comfortable with this at this point so um you're doing everything yeah. that's um familiar to do in a way but it's also very demotivating at the same time like for oh. the past two weeks i've been feeling so down about it because nothing i was mm-hmm. doing was working and now this week, I suddenly, like, it works a bit better now. <laughs> like, I still have a lot yeah. to do, but, I'm like, I can see that it's getting somewhere. So, I think that's, um, so it's fair that these things take a while. Like, it's totally yeah. fine, and it's good that it's taking a while, because you're making sure that you're going for every step of the production pipeline. You're making sure that you're iterating, that you're open for changing things when you see it doesn't work, and that will yeah. happen ultimately with any project in the end. Um, yeah with this you yeah, have like this playground to try these things
0: out yeah yeah i like a quick short example with with this project like i know that um before there were um like <laughs> i had a whole area in here um i was struggling with this with this corner um and basically i made the, some horrible horrible i'm sitting in chat right now i made some horrible horrible um scale mess ups where the room was massive like basically it was like a drawing room from like for like like the empress of the world it was that big mm-hmm. and um <laughs> i was like oh man i need something to go in the space and then i was like oh man what if i had stairs now the idea of the stairs was like a cool idea and then when i write and the way that I even started making those stairs was because i was asked by my mentor to fix the roof and make sure it was all or like the ceiling and make sure it was all like lined up modularity wise in the correct units. And then doing that, I found problems with the scale. So then I had to scale it down twice and scale up the assets in the scene, like twice. And then after that, I was like, something still feels wrong. And so I got rid of the stairs and made the room narrower. And that was what fixed it. And it was like, I spent two and a half, three weeks trying to fix this thing, and then I had to get rid of it. And so it's just like, like, like you were saying, where it's like, like yeah. you do stuff, and then you have to get rid of it. And it was totally a like a feels bad man moment. But um <laughs> in the end, <laughs> no, you can't laugh as much. Um, don't laugh at me though. No. no, no, you it because like it, it's really. You're laughing with me. It's fine. Um, exactly. It, <laughs> it was like. It's better for, you know, that difficult area, and I. It's it. I think it's part of that art thing that I hate, but it's what it's what I needed at the time. Yeah, um, it,
1: it's, it's it's so funny because. I remember when you messaged me about the scaling issue and I was like thinking, yeah, this is like super important to take care of. And then a week later I was playing my level and then um, my partner came over, right. And he was looking at my level. He's like, Jasmine, just sit down a second. Did you actually look at the scale of this thing? It's like, yeah, it's, it's the right scale. I've had the character in Blender. It's like, yeah, but this temple looks like you're actually an ant and everything is so huge like how are we gonna fill this up and i'm like yeah that's why i hate this thing because it's so huge and then we looked yes. at it for like <laughs>
0: it's like it makes it so yes. bad when it's so huge it makes it worse yes. yeah and then like the stress that's... of like thinking like in your situation like if it's if i'm as small as an ant like the, the potential stress <laughs> the potential stress of thinking about how much i have to fill this space that was something that exactly. i was trying to figure out because yes. i was like i don't really want to make more big furniture assets so that's going to yeah. take a lot more time but it seems like there's no choice but to do that because there's so much empty space and it feels awkward and it, and i guess in your sense it's like where i can only put so many altars i'm just assuming like, i can only put so much stuff in here yeah well i have to make more and then like maybe the solution is to just make it smaller which sometimes you drag your feet to do that because it's like i want it to feel grand and big and lush but then maybe not that's the thing <laughs> Because then, as soon as I scaled it
1: down by, I think, half a unit, or was it even twice? Oh, my units, goodness. It was fine. Like, I, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Like, this is like a normal size. <laughs> it was really weird. Because I have like these big arches and stuff. I can actually show you that too. Um, yeah,
0: I would love to see. Because, like, basically, part of my scale problem was like, um, ooh, pretty um part of my scale problem oh my goodness this looks so good so this was the old scale um Uh the
1: character was there if you can see him oh my (laughs) word (laughs) that's so small I know. I know and it's just like yeah maybe it's just a huge temple because the thing the whole thing is there's a hippo in the temple as well and he's huge and i was oh, thinking cute. okay maybe this hippo owned this temple so you know he's lived there but this is obviously yeah. what the scale, like it makes no sense whatsoever so i scaled it all down and now the character actually like when he stands on stuff it makes sense like you can walk yeah. through the gateways and it doesn't look like an ant so <laughs> it's oh
0: yeah not too bad. That yeah, totally feels better <laughs> oh, man like i know with mine like and, and this is something that i'm still trying to like learn um with scale is that like so th- <laughs> this is honestly part of the problem with being used to everything in freedom units aka feet is that i <laughs> had um my wall pieces is three meter wide pieces Mm -hmm. and in my mind I was like that's fine because if it's three units it's totally just three feet and then yeah like like three weeks ago I was like wait one meter is three feet (laughs) wait (laughs) oh no and so like like the room was like 45 square feet or something (gasps) like and it was like a square and I'm like this is massive like the room I'm in isn't even that big and 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 like my space is probably not bigger than this so then I was like what's the and then I looked up the size for like a big-ish like living drawing room and it's like yeah so like at the biggest it might be like like 30 feet by 27 28 (laughs) and then I was like oh my goodness and that's like in like modern terms and like Victorian era times it probably would have been Even smaller and more cramped. And I was like, oh no, what have I done? And it was like such a problem. And I hate it. Like that was like kind of a low point for me where I felt just so stupid because I was like, yeah, like you've heard people like, like drill into your head that like scale is important. And you didn't even have like a, like, like I remember like doing some assets near the beginning where it was like, this. This chair looks a little small for some reason because I made it to like real world units basically and I was like, this is a little small for the room. I'll just make it bigger without thinking maybe the room was too big. Maybe the room was the problem.
1: Unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's like well, we shouldn't feel stupid for that because then yeah, we're <laughs> learning from it, you know, and you yeah, know, you know, you're not alone. We both yeah. have a train of thought and in a time frame even. We just want <laughs> grand just-
0: spaces
1: exactly we're thinking big so. <laughs> we're
0: thinking big you know like that it's it's the problem of ambition perhaps. Exactly. which is you know should be curbed perhaps just just calm down
1: but it's good to have that I think it's better to have more ambition than too little um that's oh, true, 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 true that's a real because it's hard to find then, that initial drive to even do things but in this yeah. case we have to even hold ourselves back not to too much um above oh it yeah i know
0: i know like i already i already know what my i already know what i want to do for my next project actually and i'll send it in chat for you um and i know it's going to be a problem i found the artist on twitter so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask them for permission but i want to make this yeah that, that that's really cool yeah I and it's this. like it has the sort of like end goal that i kind of want for myself where the geometry itself is more detailed but maybe there's like the chance for stylization in like textures and like Mm -hmm. kind of like colors and things like that pushing that so that's what i would like to do and even that's like ambitious i'm like wow this is gonna take me like seven months to do um (laughs) it's fun. it's (laughs) fun. don't you worry (laughs) yeah yeah i'm i'm excited to do it i just have to get through this thing that i'm doing first i was just gonna ask you like about you yourself as a person um like kind of separate from art, like if you've learned anything about yourself this year.
1: Um, Ooh, that's a good one. Deep. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um I think I learned that I'm more extroverted than I might have thought Ooh. of myself. <laughs> <Ooh. Nice. laughs> because Yeah, because last year I would just always say I'm completely introverted, I'm um, not really into like social gatherings and stuff but this year having the lack of social gatherings and seeing people made me realize that I really miss that and I'm craving for it almost that uh, to the point when we did meet our friends after five months I was like so excited and I just couldn't stop talking and I just wanted to like touch on every topic we missed out on in the past months and Felt like we should do that again, and I felt like we should all go on a holiday together. But obviously, we can't do that now. so all these
0: (laughs) things. Oh, so many times I I will like message a friend because like this year was supposed to be the year that I was supposed to go to GDC, which would have been my first trip cross country by myself in San Francisco. I was looking so much forward to like going San Francisco and seeing everyone. And so every now and then I'll message uh one of my one of my close friends. It'll be like you know how we were supposed to go like at least like <laughs> once a week or or yeah. we'll talk about like next time we get to go in like you know twenty twenty seven and <laughs> um and we're like you know in twenty twenty seven when we actually finally get to go to GDC we're gonna get a big house and have like just five people in the house so that we could just hang out all the time because yes. it's, it's so sad this year and I'm so it's so interesting that you found out that you're more extroverted like but so. That's so awesome. Yeah, I didn't really
1: expect that because I think that extrovertness came out when I was in Canada because I had really great people around me who kind of um, made me go out and we explored so much stuff together. And um, I really enjoyed that because I didn't have much of that before, except with my partner. Like having a bigger group of friends, doing that in person is really different to like being online most of the time and talking to people. It's a different experience. But... um, Another thing I think that's important to say is, yeah, I've realized that I need to set more boundaries because mm. I'm very much a person who likes to do things for people. I, like, I don't like to say no sometimes, which is a bad trait, I think, because yeah. I really enjoy helping people. But sometimes that ends up in people crossing the boundaries and being like, um, in a way, kind of expecting me to do things for them even though I might not have the time or the energy to do that. And as soon as I say yeah. no, it will end up in this thing like, oh, you never said no, though. Why now? <laughs> and um, that's something I try to do this year. So by just not maybe answering people instantly or like not like saying for once, oh, I can't do this for now. I'm sorry, uh, I don't have the time or the mind for it. And even I realize when you are honest with people in this way and just tell them that you're not up for it, they're okay with it. It's not. So it was such a big thing that i made up in my mind that i need to be present at all times for everyone and agree to everything in a sense to please people but myself <laughs> but nowadays it's like um i know that i have to take the time for myself and think of myself sometimes too and um i've been trying that and i realized it's a family trait. it just seems to be something that i always had that i like to help go above and beyond to do things for people but um not really thinking about the consequences that I might have for myself uh in the long run,
0: yeah yeah yeah, that's uh learning how to say no is is hard. I'm not the best at it either um, <laughs> I, because it's, especially when it comes to like friends too like like setting boundaries with with friends like saying like um you know, there, there was a point this year where I had to tell, like, a friend, like, I can't talk about this right now, because it's, like, stressing me out, and it's something that, like, mattered to them, which kind of, Mm -hmm. like, it was, it was really rough, you know, doing that, because, like, they're my friend, Um, but at the same time, like, I feel like I will be a better friend if I can take care of myself, Um, and it's, thankfully no one's interpreted it as like a selfish sort of thing like oh like doesn't care but more just like people have been really respectful of it like you said like if you're just like honest about how you feel about something um hopefully like since you're around good people like people will you know understand that um yeah. and be chill about it which is great love that hopefully we can set some more more boundaries in the next year definitely Um, was set that as a mini goal as a goal goal, um something like it's the reason why i'm so interested with you saying that you're an extrovert right is that i've been a lot of my close friends are introverts they just are and i think it has something to do with art it just happens it's true yeah um like and i like how do I even? How do I even begin to talk about this? Like in college, I was very jealous of introverts because, and I really wanted to be an introvert, like really, really bad. What um, Oh man, so so bad. I wanted to be an introvert, and yeah. I would confide in my um, confide in my close friend at the time. I was like, "Listen, like like being an extro- ext- uh, an extrovert isn't even that great. Like being an introvert is better because you get to be seen as more intelligent and like extroverts have this like sort of like, like extrovert, extroversion can kind of be seen as like, um like people who are invading people's like privacy and personal space oh, okay. and yeah. kind of because we like, we want to do things or whatever. And so I kind of despise being an, an extrovert. And so I kind of got like, because my friends were introverts uh, and then when I moved back home, like I didn't really have any like friends from college who lived where I lived, so I was kind of by myself. Um, I kind of tried to embrace introversion, um, mm-hmm. more introverted ways, because of like just like the circumstances or whatever. Yeah. And um, only the past couple months, like I've been more active um, in Discord and hanging out with people in voice chat, and I realized just how. Thirsty I've been for social interaction mm-hmm. for the past like three years. Um, and like it's been great to be able to get off of work and know that there's people that I can hang out with in some way, shape, or form, even if it's just like, you know, us talking on the phone like we yeah. are right now. Um, I say phone, but computer, whatever. <laughs> uh and um and like uh my mom has made, because I live with my parents, my mom has made a comment where um sometimes if I go to bed earlier she will tell me to like go back and get on the computer and laugh with my friends because she likes to hear Aww. me be happy oh, that's and so it, it's sweet. just it is sweet but then it's also like kind of sad because it's like mom have I just not laughed in the past 3 Aww. years and maybe that's that's it <laughs> maybe because it's been so consistent um uh, yeah. that I've been like you know getting to know professionals more and artists and just people and and students and everyone and um like it kind of you know like sometimes you don't really know how badly you wanted or needed a thing until like you have it back kind of you know Um, similar to how like you don't know how good you have something until it's gone or whatever it's the same sort of concept and um i i definitely still think that like there I, I definitely still think that I'm an, an introvert. I'm not an introvert, an extrovert, sorry. Like total like um identity crisis going on. No, uh, I <laughs> I definitely think that I'm still an extrovert. I think that when I have to like survive in a situation by myself, like I can I can take on a little bit more introverted like ways. But I think ideally, like just like the past couple of months have shown me, like just being able to play like video games with people on like almost a nightly basis or just talk to someone about how i feel about something or just showing people my art like i was really yeah. really thirsty for that and it's 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 interesting how like the only the way that this has been happening so con- frequently and consistently is because of corona right like yeah, if not true. <laughs> for corona everyone would be out doing their own thing and like like existing like going out to pubs or whatever and like, it's, even though, like, this virus has been awful and has, you know, like, wrecked awful havoc upon, like, the whole world and, like, taken away family members and stuff, like, the good that I've been able to find uh, through this time period was um, just meeting, like, really good people and, you know, being able to, to, to feed my soul in a way that it yeah. hasn't been fed in a long time. So that's what I learned about myself so far this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's, That's very it's, relatable. Yeah, it's it's nice to it's nice to not feel alone, you know, it's, exactly. it's
1: good. That brings us closer together, even though we might not be in the same country or city or room, but that doesn't even matter at this point anymore. So it's broken down so many walls, I think, to even do that first step and approach people maybe and just be more um, socially active. For everyone yeah. that you might have not been before because like yeah. it's difficult for <laughs> it this way because you know everyone's kind of in a similar circumstance maybe in some way or the other it uh, makes it a lot easier i think to be become more open to that idea
0: yeah 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 for sure for sure
1: so we're going to stop right here and take a little short break but we'll be right back
0: inclusive before the break we talked about a bunch of stuff i don't even know if i want to attempt to <laughs> like <laughs> summarize uh anything um but like kind of moving into the next sort of topic uh, what's something that you wish you would have known before starting this year
1: who um
0: I, w- I want everyone to know that it was Jasmine who wrote these deep questions, not me. Um <laughs> I know. So, so so you you having a hard time answering it is what you get. <laughs> I know. No,
1: it's because I always think like it's nice to reflect on everything after before moving on to the next year. So I really wanted to get like see how we would answer to this. So yeah, that's uh, it's pretty deep because usually I don't get to answer anything like that. Yeah. on a daily basis. What would I like to know before? I think um, I should have known before that uh, it's okay if I fail at some things, that I shouldn't um, set these high goals for myself and be like, you need to achieve them right now and at this instance. And just be like, um, even if you set these goals for yourself, you're not going to maybe achieve them and that's okay, because (laughs) I wish I didn't have these expectations for myself from the start of the year, because especially every time a new year starts, everyone is like, oh, you need to have these goals and what's your goal for this year? What do you want to achieve? And Um, having like this set out plan and I never usually have that (laughs) but uh, with this year I kind of thought oh let's have this for once Um, let's see if I can make it but with this year not being very normal I think it just threw me off a bit and the stuff I had in mind for myself so I wish I would have known before that um, maybe it's okay if I just try to wing it a bit instead of trying my hardest to stick to the plan I had at the start.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, nothing... This year did not go according to plan at all, I think for for, for a lot of people. And um, trying not to be so hard on yourself, despite everything. Is, is is really hard so it's it's interesting that like you kind of brought up like the failure thing is like what you wish you would have known that it's okay to do because it sounds kind of like a no-brainer almost like of course it's okay to yeah not hit goals but I guess like when you are ambitious mm-hmm. and when you have you know like goals for yourself you kind of feel like like it's like um like you can't do anything but yeah it. and if you don't exactly. like even if you make it close like it's not good enough sort of feeling <laughs> which is awful yeah yeah it's
1: it, that's the thing because uh, it's not even sometimes it wasn't even me setting these expectations for me it was even like just people around me saying like oh your last project was so nice like from last year for example there was something i didn't know like, oh this is great i can't wait to see what you do next and uh, this sentence sometimes set off this like little thing in my head and it's like what if my next thing will be shit and then these people will be like oh there you go she didn't make it it looks crap it's awful She's oh, no. a <laughs> failure. so why did we even expect something nice or something in this kind of mm. pressure is nice to have because obviously i'm really grateful when people are kind to me and i love that and it really gives me strength but at the same time it pressures my it puts like an extra pressure onto myself that i need to do something good for my next project that i'm doing and it needs to be better than last time but I learned this, it's okay if it's not better than the last one, like, just, just chill. (laughs) Like, nobody cares in the end. nobody's gonna, like, go on my track record and be like, oh, I told you, I'm expecting this (laughs) thing from you, (laughs) why didn't you do this? It's like, it's not like that, it's just me and my head making up these scenarios that what people are thinking and what I should be doing, and, um, that, that probably adds to the list of things what I have learned about, um. The way i think and feel about my own work versus what i tell people um like my friends and encourage them but these encouragements don't ever apply for myself like they're they're always separate from what i suggest people should be like feeling about their work or like how they should treat themselves
0: yeah 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 yeah, for sure for sure um like i think for me something that i wish i would have reminded myself is like um kind of my potential for progress sort of because like when you are kind of in the trenches just keeping your head down doing work it can be kind of um it's easy to kind of look at all the stuff that you have to do rather than the stuff that you've already done and how you've already improved um and that can be like a huge point of like me getting down on myself um because i'm like oh like i want to be making work like the senior environment artist person (laughs) who's been working at it for five (laughs) years and and uh like if that's like my goal or that's what i want to do uh rather than looking at like how much progress i've made in the past like like uh like year and a half or whatever almost two years now like it's it's been a lot um and it's kind of hard to let myself win in that sort of uh regard like i don't think like a year and a half ago Um, or not even, I don't think, I know a year and a half ago, like I could not do the stuff that I'm doing right now. And I wish that this year I would have given myself a more like pats on the back for the stuff that Mm -hmm. I have done, because like, uh, you're always afraid of this sort of like complacency sort of thing. And I I wish that I would have been nicer about like congratulating myself for the stuff that I have done, you know? Um, and I think had I, kept that in mind before i started this year that you know um this year would have been a lot easier because a lot of my a lot of my anxiety um kind of looking through like my journal from last year a lot of my anxiety is about work um Mm -hmm. like i was scared about not being able to meet my goals and i was being very avoidant with work um and not really like because i was afraid i wasn't putting in time like like i should have and like now that person like um it's that person definitely is still there when i when i like meet challenges but she's not there as much um right now because like like i've grown you know so i wish i would have like i wish i would have reminded myself this at the beginning of the year where i've like come from and how far i've come i think um
1: yeah it's that's that's super important. I think everyone should always keep that in mind to realize that you have grown and also appreciate yourself for having achieved that because it's not easy to change and it's not easy to adjust and um, learn things, especially when it's about um, your own traits. Like I've seen that yeah. in myself as well because I had some traits that were difficult to get rid of I've been I've been trying my hardest to get rid of them this year and it, it shows like I did change in some ways that i wouldn't have thought i could but putting in that effort pays off and it's important to remind yourself of that as well not just be like oh yeah it's it's normal that i've done this no it's not some people don't maybe put the effort into improving in that way Mm -hmm. and it's it's um just giving yourself a pat on the shoulder is nice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you can manage it everyone
0: out there exactly you'd um, be, be, be a little bit more more proud of yourself like and it's always like a it can be an uphill battle but I think appreciating yourself is one of those things where it's like it's really worth for you to put in that time to yourself like that effort that emotional effort for yourself it's self-care after all yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like putting on a face mask
1: or something it's oh bizarre. yes oh yeah <laughs> um moving on to uh wrapping up the year basically is there something specific that you're grateful for especially now that we are approaching the end um like when you review everything that has happened is there something particular that you're super grateful about
0: um i (laughs) you know like looking back at my 2020 uh goals one of um i have you know like i think i read you a couple of them like i had like do more blog posts on there. I had mm-hmm. finished like environments on there. I had studied Japanese on there. What was not on there was starting, starting a podcast. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what was not on there was starting a podcast. But I think it's one of those things that I am definitely like grateful for, like finishing out the year because it's been, um, it's been something that I I've wanted to be a guest on a podcast before, and it was something that I was going to be like trying to work towards like just trying to get my art out there and kind of be seen as like someone who knows what they're doing and someone that people can like reach out to for like like advice or about situations and things like that so that i could be one day invited to come on a podcast and then and then and then 2020 did like uh, a 180 on me and just was like what if you did it <laughs> sort of thing um <laughs> which again i, uh, I wasn't expecting and i don't know if you were expecting that either um, no. I wasn't. <laughs>
1: Definitely not. It all happened so fast. I know. It's it's crazy, but I'm so glad you were up for it because uh, I guess we gave each other like a nice push because there was yeah. like the seeds that was there, but not yeah. maybe the courage to act on it. And it's yeah, good yeah, to yeah. always have each other to do it because by by myself, it, it just would feel kind of weird. I don't know, but there yeah. are people who obviously do it by themselves, but I think it's always such a nice energy to have two people from two different backgrounds from two completely different parts of the world having hosting this it's something i didn't see before and then it's always this question then why don't you just do it if you don't see yeah. it then do it
0: <laughs> yeah 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 Certainly. yeah yeah for sure for sure and 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 that's kind it's been like a great Experience so far, like obviously getting to know uh, you a lot better and getting to know people that we've had yeah. on a lot better, and then just you know, like I, I I don't know if anyone can you know relate or sense this, but I just love to talk um, to people, <laughs> uh, and so like like getting a, t- a chance to kind of talk about things intelligently about things that yeah. you know I kind of am uh, like really concerned about or really interested in has been really great, um, and then probably the second thing that I'm really grateful for has been obviously like my support group with my friends, because Mm -hmm. without, without like, like my support group, like with with people like you and others that, you know, like I could just go on and on mentioning, like I could not have come as far as I have this year, like without the help of my mentors or whatever this year, I could not have um, made my project what it is right now. Uh, And, you know, the difference sometimes the I don't even know I don't even know if I want to say sometimes it feels like the difference between um success and kind of like missing the mark is support in whatever sort of way you know like whether that's financial from family members or like emotional from your friends or artistic from like mentors and colleagues and things like that and so being able to have that support um has been you know unmatched as they say <laughs> <laughs> no i completely agree with you it's for me
1: the exact same it's uh, on one hand the podcast because uh, it's just such a great experience i never thought it would be possible to do something like this by yourself especially being somebody who listens to podcasts like all the time i didn't think that we could be like on the other side of this and having yeah. people listening to us it's kind of surreal And on the other other hand, it's uh, also my friends and my family, um, because without them this year especially, I've uh, got to know so many new people that I'm able to talk to and open up to, which is used to be super difficult for me. And having um, also being able to talk about these things on the podcast with you so openly um, helps me a lot. It's almost like some sort of therapy, I think, (laughs) in (laughs) a way. (laughs) just yeah. to get these thoughts out there to articulate them um as you said in a way that is different than just thinking about them yourself or just typing them out uh, mm. in the chat it's uh really different so um that's why i'm super grateful about and another thing i'm really grateful about is how um excited my mom always gets about the podcast she's so sweet because she doesn't oh, really so understand precious. english oh. that well but she still oh. just listens to it oh, like really? Oh, no. and so it always warms my heart but she's generally so supportive like she always like um really supports what i do which i think is very rare and i'm really grateful that i have somebody like this in my life and especially this year she was um a big part in. How I could continue doing what I like, and um like she never pressures me into doing anything that I don't enjoy, which is great, yeah, um, so yeah, that's. Well I'm always grateful for I guess that's also due to the fact that I have a super small family. It's basically just my mom. So um that's always something I'm grateful for every year when she's around. For sure,
0: for sure, for sure. I only just recently told my parents that I even had a podcast. Really? Um, and Yeah. I didn't tell them from the very beginning. I was just like, Let me just let a couple episodes like kinda drop and, and then time went on and stuff happened. I was like, maybe this is a good time to tell them and you know, like, uh, my, they seem, they seem pretty, like, interested in it, and, know, oh. like, oh, I can listen to this while I'm riding the bike in the morning, and I was, like, oh, dad, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, um, like, like, people from, like, like, my day job or whatever have been really supportive about it, too, like, they think it's really cool, uh, oh, that's awesome, do that, um, so, yeah, like, that's, that's been, I can I, I relate in that sense, for sure.
1: I think it's really a different nice feeling when somebody who's not in the topic is even interested and excited about it. I think that's yeah. uh, really sweet in a way. Uh, also I Also, got like a message from a schoolmate that I didn't see in like, I don't know how many years and she just messaged, messaged me and was like, oh my God, it's so cool that you are co-hosting a podcast. I didn't think ah! you would do this. <laughs> so, <"Whoa!" laughs> so nice. Like just like these random uh, little tokens of appreciation <laughs> feeling good sometimes.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: And now, moving on to the even more philosophical question for this podcast. Oh, no. No (laughs) more. Do you have any specific hopes and dreams for the next year? Because I think it's really important to dream. Uh, Even if those goals might seem a bit unattainable, I still think they're important to have. Because uh, it's such a nice feeling just to be able to dream about things you might be doing next year around this time. I just think it's a really...
0: Yeah. um Yeah. next year um next year i would like to finish this project that i'm working on and i know that's sort of weird to have it as like a hope and dream but sometimes it gets so hard that it feels like a dream okay yeah so that's why i'm bringing it up it's completely Um, (laughs) valid yeah i would i would love to have my project kind of done hopefully like by mid-year next year Mm -hmm. um like trying to give myself enough like room just in case some horrible life event happens hopefully not but hopefully not. Um, hopefully not um that would be great um and then after that i would like to find some sort of like uh, level of employment sometime next year mm-hmm. with my with my project because like the way that i'm planning on breaking it down uh, and i i'm hoping that it will make it will make my um uh my portfolio a lot more lush uh and and hopefully catch the eye of of someone sometime next year so that's kind of like that's kind of like my goal for next year um uh other than that like after we get you know like covid treatment stuff like vaccinations or stuff I would love to uh take a trip somewhere I have no idea where but I would like to go mm-hmm. somewhere um yes and uh maybe i can still maybe i can still go to japan who knows what's gonna happen Maybe i can oh, still go to japan D. in october that would be so great yes. uh so i guess that's something else. and then last i would like i'm gonna try to take the japanese language proficiency test again
1: oh that's nice. december
0: yeah i've taken i've taken it taken it at a certain level already but i want to do like the mm-hmm. next level up and it's in december so that's that's oh. it for me that's all i got <laughs> i have that, four that's, I that's,
1: an, that's amazing goals i think <laughs> i'm here rooting for you all the way oh, <laughs> thank you <laughs> what about you how are you doing i think my number one goal is finishing uni because i have my deadline in january so it will basically count for the next year i guess even yeah, i started yeah. most of it this year but i hope it will be done i also have like this image in my head how it should look like in the end. And I really hope that won't end up just being a pipe dream and (laughs) come to reality. So um, I'll try my best to finish that. Um, Second goal would be also employment. uh, Because uh, I've been doing freelance part time on and off, but it's not the same like working somewhere. So I really want to decide where I want to work if it's freelance, if it's in the studio, if I want to move, and the moving question is one of the biggest ones yeah. for me because I have no idea what COVID will be like next year, if it's that easy to even move away from here. So that's an ongoing thing. But I hope that next year at this time I'll be like, oh, it's all done. I'm comfy in wherever I am, <laughs> even if yeah. it's in the same chair, I don't care <laughs> as long yeah. as I'm happy. And the third goal is also traveling because We wanted Mm. to go to Japan this year and we even had everything built, but it just didn't work out, obviously. Uh, So hopefully it'd be amazing if it would also work next year, um, autumn, because I don't see it working out in spring. That that seems very unrealistic, even though people are saying they might open up again. But I don't want to be the first batch of people going to uh, travel somewhere that's um, not. not, not in the cards. But yeah, traveling for definite, because it's, I just need to, I just need to do it. <laughs> it really <laughs> to it. it was we, traveling. We must be the world. <laughs> exactly. The world. Like, especially now, I, I, I don't know, I just really want to do it while I can. And yeah, I just have like these little goals for also when I'm in Japan, I always wanted to like do specific fashion related things there because mm. it's like my other passion. And I don't know, I just want to do these things I've been dreaming to do for so long. <laughs> And the fourth to end on a good note would be, I think just expanding my time into looking into other hobbies than art. I've been, I've been touched on this before one time and since that conversation we had, it really sparked something in my head because I realized that I have a real lack of this in my life this year, especially like I just made art my hobby, which is not healthy at all. And um, recently I've been starting to read a lot more again and um, also want to start learning languages again and cooking Mm. is starting to take more time in my uh, daily life activities as well. So it's just uh, something I want to expand on next year and have dedicated times to my hobbies so I can separate art a bit from it and not feel like that art is the only thing that my life has right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all about that balance and having other things yeah. to do is very good for sure for sure i'm sure you'll find something do you i i feel like you you did say that you wanted to learn um japanese right like that was one of yeah. your such a i am biased obviously but what a great <laughs> language to pick <laughs> what a what a great place to start Exactly. Um, yeah i know i no no no, no. please do it please i'm obviously like really supportive i know i've spoken oh. uh, i've spoken to ryan briefly about mm-hmm. um, the same thing and i totally i just want more people to be able to speak japanese so i can speak japanese to them so that yeah. i can live my best life obviously yes exactly <laughs> no, that'd yeah. be amazing oh, i'm yeah. also looking into korean at the moment i am learning korean really yeah, and, I am learning Korean. Also, it's the it's like the grammar is very similar. So, like oh, if you learned nice. if you learned one, like if you learned Japanese like really well, it's easy for you to hop over. So, totally recommend oh, you do that. That's yeah. nice. Okay, that's a good motivator to have. I think. Yeah, even some of the even <laughs> some of the vocabulary words are very similar, actually. Yeah. I'll I'll set myself to it. I will do it. I believe. I'll set I believe sometime. this is these are good goals for the next year, dude. Yes, and they're all doable. Ah, oh, thanks. We got this.
1: We both got this. We will cheer yeah. each other on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I don't really. I feel like like that's it. So there's no need for any sort of like final thoughts or takeaways. So I'll just move into the the thing we always end on. Like if you guys would like to suggest someone to join us on the podcast for next year, I know we already have like um, like kind of a, a running list of people who have agreed to come on that we would like to get on and schedule in uh next year but if anyone else has any sort of suggestions for that please send us an email at all podcast at gmail.com that's all inclusive no spaces p d c s t at gmail.com and they can be a 2d artist 3d artist basically anyone who works in game development we would love to have them on and have a little chat Thank you for joining us on the fourth episode of All Inclusive, the last for this
1: year, and we shall see you next year, hopefully. And we hope that you had just as much fun listening to us as we did talking. You can find us on a couple of different social media channels and you can find the links to that in the description or the main page of whatever you are listening on right now. The channels you can find us on are Twitter, YouTube, and Spotify. Thanks again, and we hope you join us for another episode of All Inclusive.